Maureen Langan from America's Got Talent from KGO Radio. My friend is here today to talk about her life after the audition. And what'd you do this weekend in Russia? They had a coup. Plus, if we don't get this amendment right, it's going to kill us. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Happy Monday. So very glad you are joining us. Maureen Langan is here today. You may have seen her on America's Got Talent Blind Audition. She made it through. We're going to catch up with her. She used to follow me on KGO. We've performed together in clubs. Uh, she even opened for me once. We're going to talk about that and so much more how her life has changed uh, coming up today. Uh, also today, we've got to get this amendment right uh, or, or it's going to kill us, uh, or our interpretation of this amendment. And of course, the weekend coup that happened. We'll talk about that. But before I begin, I just want to do a programming note. If you are watching the video through Patreon, if you're one of my Patreon subscribers and you're at $9.99 a month or more, today is the day where you start getting a vi- an ad-free video as well as a little extra content after the video. Okay, so if you are a $9.99 a month or more subscriber, you're going to get the ad-free video and a little extra at the end on Patreon. I cannot make it ad-free if it's audio. If you're listening on Apple or iHeart or iTunes, they put those ads in there, not me, and I don't make very much money off of those at all. So um, I can't make that ad-free, but I can the video. Another reason you should be a Patreon subscriber, we got two over the weekend, thank you so much, uh, And because you're going to get ad-free content uh, with a little extra at the end. All right, over the weekend, there was a mini coup, uh, and I don't mean here in the United States because this is a big weekend for Pride events, and a lot of uh, cities saw, uh, you know, some uprisings, some Proud Boys, some this, some that. Uh, no, this was an actual coup, mini coup in Russia. Uh, And before you get all excited, uh, this mini coup wasn't about truth and justice and freeing Russia from Vladimir Putin's reign. It was actually by a guy who is to the right of Vladimir Putin. He actually was a friend. I I can't pronounce his name. It's like Preglizian. He was his friend. He was a staunch advocate of the war in Ukraine. In fact, he felt that Vladimir Putin wasn't doing enough uh, in the war in the Ukraine. And he runs this private army called the Wagner Group, which is fully authorized and funded by the Russians and the Russian people, of which, by the way, how many people do you think there are in Russia? There's 327, almost 330 million people in the United States. We are nowhere near the size of Russia. How many people? I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to guess. I guess half of us. I guess 150 million people. Let's see how close I am. Computer. What's the population of Russia? Let's see what this says here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 144 million. I, was, I, was, I overshot by 6 million. So they have half the people that we do uh, in like four times the space uh, of the United States. Now, the coup was that this Prigozhin guy took his Wagner forces and was marching towards Russia. He was storming the castle. Uh, and word has it, that Vladimir Putin, the coward that he is, and he is one. By the way, my second topic today refers also to this first one. 
because there have been a lot of Trump supporters that would say they would vote for Vladimir Putin instead of Joe Biden. And that's, you know, we're going to talk about how one of the amendments of the Constitution is being misinterpreted and it's killing our country. Uh, so, uh, and they've said this. They, they're, they're even idolizing Nazis now. So that, you know, and, and the Prigozian group, the Wagner group, uh, they are allegedly filled with neo-Nazis. Uh, and so they were marching towards Vlad. They were marching towards Russia. Uh, I mean, towards uh, Moscow. Uh, and they were going to take over. Then uh, the president of Belarus, Lukashenko, he said, well, let me see if I can broker a deal here. So he got a hold of them both. I don't know if he did three-party calling on the iPhone or what he did. Uh, but he got a hold of them both. I mean, how does that call go? Hold on, I can't hear you. Oh, hold on, let me try to conference you in. Um, you know. The fate of the world and the nuclear codes were resting on his ability to do a conference call. Uh, but he got a hold of this Prigozhin and said, look, dude, dude, you don't want to take over the country, dude. Uh, you know, so uh, Prigozhin saw the light and stopped the assault in about 24 hours after it had happened in exchange for no charges for treason or anything being brought against him, much like Donald Trump. You know, nothing's going to happen. And we are sort of imitating Russia. There was just a coup in Russia, and Putin's doing nothing to this guy. He said, okay, go live in Belarus. So the guys go, we said, go live in Mar-a-Lago, Belarus, Mar-a-Lago. What's the difference? So our traitor, our, our guy that did our coup here, Donald Trump, he got to live in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Prigozhin gets to go live in Belarus. Uh, but you know, back in the day, people who committed coups, they were killed. Uh, Donald Trump should be executed. I'll say it right out loud. He is now double traitor to the United States, espionage, which we fried the Rosenbergs for, fried them. For the same charge that Donald Trump is up for, we gave two parents the electric chair. Okay, we fried them. That's exactly what should happen to him. He should turn orange and then a beautiful burnt brown because he should be electrocuted in the electric chair or put in front of a firing squad. That's the punishment for treason. And, you know, now Putin's not even doing it. Now, I mean, all these world leaders are now wussing out when people try to overthrow them. So he's off to Belarus, uh, which is not a vacation spot, by the way. But, you know, he's off to that. And the Wagner group is standing down. Now, they say this has long-term implications. It doesn't really. And do you know why it doesn't? Because until the people of Russia, en masse, these 144 million people, until at least 70 or 80 million of them turn on Vladimir Putin, until they turn on the Wagner Group, until they turn on this Prigozhin, until the people of Russia realize that living in this dictatorship that they live in is keeping them in the dark ages, until they realize there's a whole world out there that they're missing out on because of these people, nothing's going to change. You know, the only reason MAGA succeeds in America is because they believe they can. You know, the only reason that we're not winning a bigger ideological war in America, we being the people on the right side of issues, is because we no longer believe we can. We don't, we don't really believe we can do it. And so until the Russian people believe that they can get rid of Vladimir Putin and get rid of this totalitarianism and corruption that they live under, they just, they accept it. They don't believe that they can get rid of it. Until they believe it, like a Broadway song, if you believe within your heart, you'll know. Until they believe 
in life after love, in life after Putin, then they're not going to have a life after Putin. Until we believe that we can have a life after Donald Trump, that we can prosecute him, that yes, execute him if found guilty of treason. Until we believe that he is not above the law, he will be. Until we believe that we can't silence MAGA, then we won't. And the same goes for Russia. You know, this guy that was doing the coup, had he won, he would have been worse than Vladimir Putin. We would have had trouble on our hands then. I'm awfully glad that Joe Biden is president right now. I am. If someone like Trump were president, this weekend could have gone completely differently. So what does the Russian coup mean to you? Nothing. There's still war on the Ukraine. Okay, there's still embargoes against Russia. Prices everywhere are going to stay high because they blame the war. Remember when they blamed the war for the price of everything? Oh, well, we, we have to raise the price of bread and stuff because wheat, because Russia supplies wheat and Ukraine supplies wheat. Nothing's changing today, Monday, for you or I because of what happened this weekend in Russia. And nothing will change in Russia until the Russian people believe they can get rid of Vladimir Putin and live without him. They don't, they just don't believe that yet because they haven't done it. I mean, they're not even half the population of the United States, you know, and until those people get together and actually believe that they can oust this guy, that they can have fair democratic elections and put people in power that they want until they believe that, then Putin or someone like Putin is always going to be in power in Russia. All right, when we come back, our misunderstanding of this amendment is killing our country. I'm going to tell you what it is. You may or may not agree with me. Either way, leave a comment down below, honey. Comment, baby. Comment. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the App Store of your choice now. All right, coming up after this segment, Maureen Langan. She just made it through the blind auditions on America's Got Talent, uh, and she is going to be here with us. She used to follow me on KGO. We are old friends. Uh, she has performed with me, and she's here today, so I can't wait for you to listen to Maureen Langan. Call your friends. Tell them, oh, my God, Maureen's with Corell again. It's like old times, like old KGO times. All right. Um, the First Amendment of the Constitution means well as does the second. But our misinterpretation of that amendment is killing us in several ways as a nation. And we're not going to make it as a nation if we don't reinterpret what that actually meant. And when I say we, I mean sane people, not MAGA, not the current Supreme Court, actually sane people who understand, constitutional scholars, many of which I've already spoken to. 
The First Amendment promises freedom of speech. But let me tell you what should not and is not and was not in the minds of the founders when this happened, the Bill of Rights, the first 10 amendments. Freedom of speech does not mean you can hold up a Nazi flag at a protest. Freedom of speech does not mean you can hold up a Confederate flag or wear a Confederate flag or rally behind a Confederate flag. That is not freedom of speech. And let me take it one step further. Racism is not covered under freedom of speech. Racism exists in government and in society because we never outlawed it. And yes, I mean outlawed it. Made it illegal to be racist. Only a country that wants to actually thrive and be welcoming and, and, and love its people would outlaw the things that harm it. Racism is a cancer. It is everywhere and has been everywhere since our founding. You know, I truly, I don't believe many of our founders were racist. And you're going to be like, what? They own slaves. That was the economics of the time. And yes, the slaves happened to be black. But to many of them, they still, they liked black people. You know, they didn't shackle them. And many Americans back during slavery did not hate black people. Did they think they were inferior? They did. Why? Because they were uneducated themselves. Our founders were not the brightest bulbs. You know, they didn't have the worldview that we have today because they hadn't seen it. Jefferson had Sally Hemings. Was he racist? So racism exists because we never outlawed it. And why wouldn't we? We have so many laws about so many things in this country about what we can and cannot do, but you can still use the N-word? You can still openly discriminate against someone and maybe they have grounds to sue you in civil court, but not criminally? Homophobia. It is not, your, it is not covered under freedom of speech to disparage other taxpaying Americans because you don't agree with their lifestyle. That is not freedom of speech. That is hatred, that is bigotry, and that is not in the First Amendment. We have got to start interpreting that amendment the same with freedom of the press. Fox News was not what they had in mind when they issued freedom of the press. Twitter is covered under free speech. It should not be. That is not free speech. That is sedition. It is treason what they put on Twitter. What Elon Musk himself puts on Twitter is treason and sedition. Oh, but it's freedom of speech. No, it's not. We have the problems with racism that we have because we never made it illegal. We have the problems with homophobia. We have the problems with the media that we have because we never said there's going to be legal repercussions for you if you do this. If you fly a Nazi flag, you're going to be shot. You're an enemy of the United States. If you fly a Confederate flag, you are flying the flag of a defeated enemy. You are going to be prosecuted. Well, that's my First Amendment right to fly that. No, it is not. That is not the freedom of speech they had in mind. Their notion in that amendment was to allow you to speak truth 
to power without fear of repercussion. It wasn't about running around saying you want to call people the N-word or you want to slight homosexuals because you don't like them or you want to wave a flag that symbolizes the Holocaust and the horrors or you want to make speeches where you talk about how not, you know, uh, now the GOP and MAGAs are not saying that Hitler wasn't so bad. That's not freedom of speech. That's a cancerous form of treason. We are a constitutional democracy, a republic, but you get what I mean. And these people spit on the Constitution constantly by claiming their speech is protected by it. It's not. And no one has the balls to come out to you and say that they are misinterpreted, just like the Second Amendment. You do not have the right to own a gun unless you are in a well-regulated militia. Period. End of story. That's what that amendment means. You do not have the right to own a gun unless you are in a well-regulated militia, period. That's, that's not even up for debate. That's what the sentence says. But we get it wrong. We get freedom of religion wrong. It is not your freedom to say that we are a Christian nationalist, as the GOP is running around saying that we are a Christian nationalist. No, 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 no. In fact, that's the exact opposite of what the founders had intended. MAGA and the GOP spits on the document they think that protects them. Why? Because we don't tell them it doesn't protect you. Marjorie Taylor Greene should be hauled off to jail for things she has said. Anyone flying a Confederate flag should be hauled. Anyone that is overtly racist should be jailed. You heard me. It's not your God-given right. It is not under the Constitution that you have the right to disparage another American because you don't like the color of their skin. But it's not your right. Who gave you that right? Certainly not the founders. Nowhere in the Constitution that says you have the right to treat other American citizens like crap just because you don't like them. That is not what the First Amendment was about. Just like Fox News, nowhere in the Constitution does it say you have the right to be a propaganda station that purports itself to be news. That is not what freedom of the press was about. Freedom of the press was to not be shut down by the government if you were speaking against the government. If Fox News were just talking about the administration and talking about policies and talking about how they disagree with those policies, that'd be different. That's not what they do. They suborn treason. Their network is the mouthpiece of treason. And they hide behind the freedom of speech and the freedom of the press when that is not what that amendment is about. And if we do not, we can even get rid of the First Amendment, by the way. We're allowed. We should get rid of the First and Second Amendment. Just get rid of them. You don't have a freedom of religion. You have a freedom from religion. That's what that was supposed to be. There was not supposed to be a national religion. So either we get the document right or we die. Maureen Langan coming up next. Go change the tone of the show, make it a little happier. And then a little bonus for those of you that are on Patreon. Don't go anywhere. Be prepared to laugh. She's funny. Funny lady. Funny girl. Although she's not Barbara Streisand.
If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Okay, you know, in radio, I have encountered quite a few talented people and quite a few not-so-talented people. <laughs> but the moment I heard Maureen Langan on KGO when she followed me, I knew this woman had the goods. Uh, we immediately became friends, uh, and of course, she even performed with me, and I felt so bad at the performance. I have to tell her, I've never told her this, uh, but she went on first for me, and then I came on, and after I watched her show, I'm like, well, obviously, she should have been on, you know, second, because oh. she is the real <laughs> deal. Uh, she is funny. She's insightful. She's so smart. I mean, she really is the whole package. <laughs> I've been loving her now for over a decade. And finally, America gets to love her en masse uh, because she has made it through the auditions on America's Got Talent. Uh, and she does have talent and a very psychedelic dress. Uh, and we're going <laughs> to speak with her right now. I know her, her life has immediately changed. Uh, but it is Maureen Langan. I'm very happy to say my friend. Uh, and the restaurant owner who you impressed out here, he keeps asking about you. I have a little love connection going on there or something. <laughs> so let's talk about, first of the, you were doing the tour Daughter of a Garbage Man, and that brought you a lot of places abroad, yeah. South Africa, Edinburgh, all over the place. Yeah. And then suddenly it became Don't Make Me Hate You, which I think is a fabulous, uh, you know, set. So what made you switch to Don't Make Me Hate You? Well, Daughter of a Garbage Man was, first of all, I love you and I'm so happy to be here and I should open for you as I did. They were there to see you and it was an honor that you even asked me and welcomed me into your world at that hip joint in San Francisco and I will always love you for that. So thank you. Uh, henceforth, moreover, additionally, Daughter of a Garbage Man was a solo show, a true solo show about a family's strengths, their struggles, their secrets. It had a lot of pathos, you, you know, all that and humor, personal journey, that kind of stuff. Uh, don't Make Me Hate You is my stand-up comedy show. You know, we still have the violence and the alcoholism, but just with more laughs. <laughs> yeah, because nothing's as funny like violence and alcoholism. Uh, oh, I'm uh, just joking about and, and, you know, I love I love that um, we'll jump ahead here to the America's Got Talent when you would, and I knew you had done that. We, we had lunch here in Vegas, and I was sworn to secrecy, and I kept a secret. Uh, but I, I didn't tell you. I didn't say anything though. No, you, you, you didn't say that you got anything. through. You had said that you said, you simply went and auditioned. You didn't tell me it. that you know no. that you had made it. But I didn't uh, even tell people I auditioned, so you kept that a secret. But I was I allowed to tell it. you that. I was allowed right. to say I auditioned, but I didn't tell others. And and I was and I was so of course I knew. But as I told you then, I said I'm sure you're going to make it through because you're mm -hmm. talented, mm -hmm. uh, and you're yeah, part of America, and you're talented. <laughs> uh, and and so you you well, I loved the audience reaction. Because I know you're very bold and very frank and you say stuff that just, you know, that's you're like me. You just you just say mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, and I love when you said, no, what happened was 19 years ago, your mother forgot to use her birth control uh, and their faces just sort of cracked. <laughs> you know, they were like, <laughs> you know, and I, yeah. and I loved it. So let me ask you what that process was like, since now we can talk about it. Um, they approached you, correct? They called you and said, yeah. we'd like you to come in. Well, a casting director. I, I, he scouts, he goes through all types of, you know, audition tapes on the internet, looking for talent to bring to the show. So 
he called me, he's a casting director, said, I, you know, I've been, I'd like to submit you for this. He works with them. I see, I don't think I'm right for it. You know, I'm thinking it has to be just so wholesome middle America. And I am wholesome middle America, but I have an edge. So he said, yeah, but I said, well, what did you like? If you like it, what did you like? Because I was kind of pinning him to the wall a little bit. Like, did you really see my stuff? Because I don't want to be set up to, to be that foil where the comic goes up and it's like, buzzer. I don't want that. So because Maureen, I'm reaching out in very good faith. And one of the um, producer sees it. She likes it. These are the bits we liked. You can do other bits, but we get, we like your sensibility. So then we're going to put, you know, put it up the flagpole. How do you say that? What is that saying? You know, run it up the flagpole, run yeah. it up the flagpole. And then they got back to me and they said, they'd like me to audition. And so, so you did. went in and, and their audition process is really initiation by fire because you walk in and there's an auditorium filled with, you know, 1500 people or 2000 people yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I think that's like a misnomer, this idea of audition, because normally one thinks of an audition, there's maybe three casting directors and a couple producers and a little PA and some coffee in a room. And they're like, go ahead, let's hear your comedy or spin out of a box without bones, you know, stuff like that. But this is, you're doing, a, they're, they're saying come perform in front of 1500 people and the four judges and let's see how it goes. I prefer and that. as everyone now knows, if you didn't see it, it went very well. You can watch it online. Uh, the Thank judges you. have been tweeting about her as well. I saw a tweet from Heidi. I saw a tweet from Howie Mandel. Yeah. Uh, I have yet to, you know, I love that it's America's Got Talent. I have yet to figure out what what Simon Cowell's <laughs> talent really is. I don't really know what his talent oh, is. Oh, stop. Uh, oh, I love, no, really. I mean, he knows talent. That's, I guess, his talent is that he knows talent. That's He could that's be my best talent. friend. You know, well, with those white t-shirts, he could be my best friend. Uh, mm. you know, <laughs> Gotta have one of those. Uh, and so you go through and you do it. Now, was there anything backstage? Was there, were you told, were you prepped? A lot of these shows you hear, they say, oh, they're prepped or they're this or that. Did they prep you with anything or did they just let you go be you? In prep in terms of what? Like, well, like, material? did they say, well, don't, don't go here, but you can go here. You know, how tightly oh, we controlled oh, no. were you? Oh, 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 well, they were wonderful once we were there. They've always, they were wonderful throughout, but no, you go over your set ahead of time. They are approving what you're doing. So you could go surprise them and do something else, but then good luck coming back. Yeah, good uh, luck with that. Though I, I pushed back respectfully on certain joke they liked, they wanted me to end on. I go, it's not a closer. It's not an opener. It's a middle joke. It's a fine joke, a funny joke, but it's a middle joke. I cannot go bam, slam down on that joke. Right. It, so, And you should know, for those of you that don't know, uh, Maureen Langan has been touring with comedy a long time. I don't want to date yeah. her, but you over know, 20 it, years. Yeah, it's been 20 like years. over 20 years. Mm -hmm. She will do any club, you know, she does small <laughs> clubs in the Bay area. Uh, she Bars, does big, everything. huge clubs. She's done television and HBO. She's, you know, she's done everything a comic can do. So let me ask you. At a certain uh, level though, only at a certain level. Right. You know? uh, yeah. Uh, so let me ask you, you should have been on The View. You should have been one of the women on The View all these years. Well, I you came really close. Should. I came very close. That was that was a big heartache. Oh, you know, but, well, and it should have been you close. because you're you're not just funny. You're in, just incredibly smart. And you, you, you know, you'll bring a stack of books to a... That was the problem. <laughs> Can I just digress? That was the problem yes. with KGO. They never really knew who you were. And so they never really knew what to do with you on radio because they saw you as one thing. And I'm like, no, this woman is always prepared for her interviews. She is always. very, very smart. And while she's funny, yes, she's the woman comic. 
at the same time, she can get down and dirty with anybody, be they a scholar yeah. or a politician yeah. or a scientist. Yeah, that's what really bothered me is that they had no idea it was a political reporter that had worked for Bloomberg, the public television. They had absolutely no idea. And they didn't take the time to find out. They didn't take right. the time to know that my foundation is that of a journalist and my And humor... it only took 10 minutes talking to you to know. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, well, you, you know took what I mean? The time. But one of the people who fired me um, actually sent a message congratulating me and wishing me Don't all you the love best. That. And I said, okay, so you crack me up. I said, you have a good personality but you fired me and you admitted you never listened to my show. So, but all the well, best. Well, I wanted to ask you now that, <laughs> now that this has happened, of course, everything's going to change. Uh, it's like these drag queens that are on RuPaul's Drag Race for 10 minutes and suddenly everywhere they go is a, a scene on RuPaul's Drag Race. So now you have, no matter what happens in the further performances, you now have as seen on America's Got Talent. How mm -hmm. in the last 48 hours, or it aired Tuesday. Uh, so how in the last week, uh, has your life already changed? Well, I'm getting a lot of uh, people wanting to book me, a lot. And so I have somebody handling that. And so, of course, that means more money. And the just the vast amount of people that just, the support is blowing my mind. People that I went to grammar school with, people who know people who know people that worked with me at ShopRite while I was in college, um, neighbors, somebody who saw me in Edinburgh, somebody who saw me doing a birthday party in San Diego. Like just the warmth and the love is just, I'm, it's, so I'm in a state of being quite overwhelmed right now in a good way and emotionally. And I feel extremely vulnerable because if you're going to open your heart to all that love, there's those people who are going to try to get their punches and their arrows and their poison in there. So one has to steal themselves to find that balance. And Don't read anything really, online. That's all I have to say. Don't Because online has turned into a cesspool and you can never please these people. So just stay away from the comment mm -hmm. section mm -hmm. and, and you'll be fine. I wanted to ask you, since I know you, and I know that you are about as down to earth and I, humble as a person can get. What are you get. There, talking about? <laughs> yo, please, there's no airs in your game. You know, you don't put on airs. And so as this starts to unfold, uh, are you able to accept it all? Because sometimes you almost don't want to because you think, well, if I accept it, then it has a chance of being taken away, first of all. Oh. Uh, but But second of all, are you able to feel the love that we've all had for you for so long and now feel it on a much larger, I mean, you know me, I've loved you forever, but are you now able to feel that love on that larger scale and accept it? Yeah, that that's it. Yes, I can. I definitely can. What I have to do is I am so sensitive as a person and I, the, the negative stuff is what bothers me, the haters. So I have, that's the part I have to work on. Like just that's over there. But if you're going to give the credence to all the love, you that you can't give full credence to both. There's a middle ground, but the love is there so disproportionately. So to wrap one's arms around that, I think is healthy and good. And again, right now I'm just tired. I'm overwhelmed, but I, I am happy and I'm grateful. And that word people, I'm humbled. I, I just feel so grateful, but I don't want to, I'm not going to throw the freaking opportunity away. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not good enough for this. Are you kidding me? You see some of the crap that's out there on television? Hell no, am I going to throw this opportunity away, baby? Yeah, I'm grounded. Let me tell you how I'm grounded. I grew up in an Irish family. My mother's one of 10 children. There's 40 first cousins, Ireland, England, and the United States. So Anyway, one cousin sends out a mass email saying, hey, um, 
a cousin in the US is on America's Got Talent, to which another replied, we have a cousin with talent. Do you see? So this is... <laughs> This is the Irish family. Nobody's well, if you ever want to stay grounded, just go to your friends or family. They will keep your feet, you know, on the ground. Oh, yeah, I know yeah, what yeah. you mean about negative. I'll share a quick story with you. You know, I sing and record. And I did a cover of Bette Midler's song, Married Men, which is coming out in a re-release here this month. And it's a dance track. So we sent it out to a bunch of dance pools. And the response has been great, except one dance pool sent me a thing back and said, you know, you should be Giorgio Moroder to Adonna Summer and replace the vocals with a female because then it would be a more powerful song because I don't like your vocals. And the only thing that I remember, the only review I remember that exactly. is that one, you know, and Bette Midler once said that after her movie Jinx, uh, when the New York Times and L.A. Times ripped it apart, this is her follow up movie to the Rose and they ripped it apart. She's, she literally stayed in her house for 90 days. She didn't leave her house for 90 oh days. No, I can't so give I, it I know power. what you mean, that can't sometimes the haters' voices tend to be louder uh, than, than all yeah. the love. But uh, what I've learned as a big gay guy, 60 years now on number one radio for 25 of those, is they're always going to be there. And yes, what you, yes. You know, and yes. what you got to rely on is knowing in your soul that, mm -hmm. you know, that you deserve it. And I loved what you said on your uh, Instagram when you played what Howie said about you, uh, mm -hmm. and you said, I've waited 20 years, you know, to hear those words from somebody, you know, that could yeah. actually progress my career yeah. along. He and was so wonderful. Yeah. He was well, wonderful. they all, they all, not one of them, they all, you got four X's. You didn't get, there's not one of them no, that said no. Four X's? No, well, you know, they, they give it, they give a yes. Uh, they they oh, do a yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. You got four yeses. Yeah, I think um, you said X's. I'm like, I didn't get X's. No, no, no. Um, X's like, you may have, but you didn't get them. No, <laughs> no, you got four yeses. There, there was not one that disagreed that you should make it through. And a the standing next round. ovation. And you Sophia Vergara saying, you all should have a TV show. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. So, what's it was next great. now with this journey? What, what happens on this journey next? Um, I don't know. I wait to hear. I don't know. I honestly am not holding back on you. I would say, oh, I can't tell you. It's exciting. I freaking don't know. Somebody's got, I know that the auditions run until the end of July. And then hopefully I'll be hearing prior to that to come back and do my joke show and connect. But I got to tell you, once you're out there and feeling that audience and you know what you're dealing with, and I, 22 years of doing this, I now have to take a stage. I know it's important to connect with the audience but you have three minutes. So I like to do a lot of callback stuff, playing with a, a, a young guy or gal in the audience where I explain my jokes. And, but in that time, that might be something I go, okay, not in this, this show. Other ways. I couldn't have seen that's the, that's why I've never auditioned for these shows. I'm not the kind of stand up, let's say that could do it in three minutes. I can't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for, mm -hmm. you've seen my show for me. I need, mm -hmm. I need an hour. I got, I got a joke. Per joke. Per, right, joke. Per, per, <laughs> joke. Yes, per topic. Uh, I need that. Well, Maureen, I could not, you know, I know you're hearing this a lot, but you know, this is from here. I could not be happier for you. Uh, you have been working so hard every fucking week, uh, to, you know, to, to get to the next level. Uh, which for you, the next level, you've been here. The next level is superstardom. That's the next level. Well, you know and what I want? Can I tell people what I really want? You can what tell I it. Want, and I hope they'll follow me at Maureen Langan, L-A-N-G-A-N on, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything, all the stalking sites. What I want 
is to get like-minded audience members where I don't have to say a Trump joke that he was caught with a stripper. I would have been more shocked if he'd been caught with a book and I got to hear a table of 10 say, fuck you and walk out. I want like-minded people in my audience. I want to be able to talk about my crazy miscarriages in a way that's dark and funny where I, I can get on board. I want to work to gay, gay-friendly audiences. I don't care, straight men, straight women, anybody just who is open to going there. And that would give me an audience of like-minded people. I wanna make more money because you don't make money in this business unless you have that kind of thing. And I wanna get my television pilot, Mo Go Made. Uh, by day, the journalist in me finds a fun, the heart, the smart of a city and its people. By night, we raise a glass, uh, have a lot of laughs, uh, hang out at a club or a restaurant. That's what Which I want. Which is so similar to life and I did life and segments for five years on Free Speech TV. And it was it's so similar to that because we both have similar lives, meaning because of radio and because of our jobs, we meet so many interesting people and have so many interesting experiences that we just want to share them with the world. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and you yeah. I mean, you've been all over the world yet. Mo goes to South Africa. Mo goes to Edinburgh. Mo, you know, you've been everywhere. I just got back from Bulgaria and Serbia. Bulgaria, last week. <laughs> oh, my God. And it looked like it was so much fun. In uh, Croatia. I, yeah, I followed, you know, I follow you and I saw your Instagrams from Croatia. I'm like, God, I got to visit Croatia. It looks fun. Well, why uh, aren't they bringing in a camera, these idiot production companies and getting a show out of it? I mean, I'm already doing it. It's not right. like you have to create the content. Well, the honey, guess there. what? That's going to happen now because oh, I as I so. told you via text, this is now your time and you're not going to squander it. And those deals will be made. Uh, and you will continue to grow from this. This is great fertilizer, and you Thank are you. going to grow from it. So congratulations. Well, I love you. The, I oh, love so, you too. So. Congratulations on the success. I know you're off on a cruise to entertain. Uh, can, you know, so congratulations. Have a lovely summer because come the end of July, when you get the call back, because they all said yeses. So when you get the call back and you go on it again, and then you mm. go on it again, I'm telling you, HBO special is not going to be far behind, honey. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Netflix, here you come. So oh, get your it. get your summer in because you're about to be very, very busy. And wherever Mo goes, we will follow on social media at Maureen Langan on all the Instagram and all of that. Follow her there for her adventures and to keep track of what happens on her America's Got Talent journey. Thank you, Mo, for joining me today. I love you. You know I that. love you too. And tell I my nice Carell. restaurant tour. Oh, I cut you off. Tell my nice restaurant tour that we say that I said hello. I will. I absolutely will. I bet he saw you. I bet sh I haven't been there since, but I bet he saw you. <laughs> I am Carell. Be who you want to be. Salon, don't hurt anybody. We'll be back. Or maybe not. Maybe I'll play this at the end of the show and then we won't be back. But either way, you'll see me again. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. 
and subscribe and participate today.